When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Snowy Tuesday morning with Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner. Terry, good morning. Good morning, Dale. Nice to be here. Wow. We have not had a snow like this in a long time where forecasters had it three, four days out. And here it it, it came in yesterday. The lingering effect of it is out there today. What does a weather surge like this, winter weather in particular, uh, add on to your responsibilities at the sheriff's office? Well, you know, there's some good news and bad news about bad weather like this. And a lot of times the good news is that uh, even even the bad guys kind of stay at home. Uh, the bad news is, of course, uh, people that, that are out and about are at greater risk of uh, either going in the ditch or crashing. And um, so usually our traffic uh, accident investigation numbers are up for these kinds of events. But even yesterday morning, uh, it started snowing about 3 a.m. And, uh, you know, the deputies were reporting that uh, we had a couple cars in the ditch, but nobody was injured. And that's the good thing about the rural areas. If you lose control and you go in the ditch, you know, thankfully, a lot of people just walk away from those with a record bill to get their vehicle out of the ditch. Whereas in an urban environment, you're going to hit parked cars, you're going to hit other vehicles. And so the the danger in an urban environment is a little bit greater as far as damage and injury. A pilot told me years ago, gave me some advice that applies to him in the skies, but it applies on the road. No appointment is so important that it's worth risking your life. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, and we, uh, you know, we're telling our folks, uh, you know, if you want to take a day of vacation or or burn an unused holiday or something, now might be a good day to do it. Um, And if you can work from home uh, and um, you're approved to do that, um, stay off the roads and stay home, um, you know, for those kinds of reasons. Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner with me, and we are going to look at uh, what is available to this point of 2020 crime statistics, responsibilities, and duties coming from the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office. And some are down, some are up. And one of them that is up significantly, Terry, is a subject that you and I bring up uh, quite often in our conversations, and that is handgun permits. Uh, The highest... In the last five years, a 104% increase in 2020. Yeah, you know, as we've talked about this, I, I always say it's just a, a really good political barometer because, um, you know, uh, you know, when you have uh, uh, in 2020, you had some, uh, some of the uh, unrest and the protests and such. Uh, and if you look at our monthly statistics uh, for the month of uh, uh, June, they were way up. And I think uh, some people were just frightened and scared. And, um, you know, and just to be clear, the handgun permits do not equal guns purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, those permits are good for three years, but you have to have them if you're going to purchase a firearm. So, um, you know, there's a good chance that some of those folks purchase firearms. But I always maintain an active handgun purchase permit in case I run across a good deal, 
um, I've got my permit available to make that purchase. So, but as you said, we had a 104% increase over the year before in handgun purchase permits. And, and um, you know, you look back on, uh, uh, you know, 2016, uh, uh, when it looked like Hillary Clinton might be elected president. And in that month, October, November of uh, 2016, our handguns shot up significantly and and then uh, uh, kind of leveled off a little bit. But you can see every time there's discussions about uh, limitations on firearms purchases or any kind of uh, firearms restrictions, uh, the permits seem to make a, a significant jump. Just over 3,100 in 2019, more than 6,300 in 2020, a 104% increase. Exponentially, what kind of workload then is created by a doubling of numbers? Well, um, you know, we're number one, we're behind in the timeline uh, of getting those out just because uh, the majority of permits are pretty simple. Um, you, you know, you run run the criminal background check to fulfill the requirements of the permit and you're done but if there are any kinds of out-of-state type convictions or any kind of uh, uh, unusual circumstances with that criminal history check then we've got to go to the jurisdiction where it occurred and that really can take a lot of time to clarify what exactly uh, that entry on the criminal history might mean so um, and we've had we've had a lot more uh, denials last year than we ever had, and it, um, people wanting to get uh, to make firearms purchases, and then you know had a felony in their background back, you know, 25 or 30 years ago. They're still prohibited from owning and purchasing a firearm. So we had quite a few uh, denials uh, as well. So all of those things take take time. There's no question about it. Another responsibility out of the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office is sex offender registrations, and that number is the highest in the last five years, although the increase was not nearly as significant, 2%, but it still went up from 3,900 to not quite 4,000 in 2020. Yeah, and I think this is, uh, this number is just, um, you know, every time somebody gets arrested or gets convicted of a of a sex crime and they're they're required to to register that goes on for 15 25 years or their lifetime and um for lifetime registrants at a minimum they have to come here four times a year to verify uh their residential information their employment information and that sort of thing so at a minimum um a lot of these folks have to come here four times a year and that's kind of what you're seeing with those numbers there is the you know it becomes um, that's not just that many sex offenders, but that's how many visits they made to our office. So not to not to worry people too much. I mentioned the 2 percent increase from 2019 to 2020. That's just another brick in the wall, because in the last five years, it's gone up over 14 percent. Yeah, exactly. So it'll continue to rise. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's just a number that's going to continue to grow um, at a slow uh, that 2% a year, you know, uh, is not unusual at all. Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner were slicing and dicing through the uh, 2020 
uh, crime stats out of the sheriff's office. Calls for service. Deputies weren't quite on the road nearly as much. And that has to do with COVID. With, uh, yeah, with COVID, um, you know, we spent a lot. We were taking some of those calls for service by phone, too, uh, in, in light of the COVID thing. And, um, you know, we had less people out driving, I think, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So um, our motor vehicle crashes were down. Our car deer crashes were down. Um uh, the number of citations and uh, drunk drivers was down. Uh, so all of those traffic-related uh, indicators of activity have been down, and I think it's mainly because of COVID. Yeah, the car deer crashes, it was just over 300 last year, uh, In uh, excuse me, in 2019, but last year it was about 237. That's a 22% right. decrease. So thank goodness, because that that rarely ends well. Yeah, some if if nothing else, property is damaged considerably, right. and in the worst case scenario, someone is is uh, seriously injured or killed in a deer yeah. car crash. You know, interestingly enough, if you remember back, uh, Dale, earlier part of this decade or last decade, you know, where we were over 450 car deer crashes per year, and the Game and Parks Commission has done a great job of trying to mitigate, uh, you know, the contact between. Uh, uh, animals and, and cars and have undertaken a number of different strategies to lower that number. And they've done a really good job at it. So I really appreciate their efforts because it's a, again, it's a huge part of our workload and it causes a ton of property damage uh, to, to motorists. Terry, I noticed the coroner investigations statistic is up 13%. In the last five years, it's up over 22%. Uh, go in the weeds just a little bit and let people know what a coroner's investigation responsibility is out of your office. Well, um, by law, the county attorney in each county in Nebraska is the county coroner, and they can delegate that authority to law enforcement agencies, which the Lancaster County attorney has done. Um, you know, so any unattended death, uh, we do, we go and conduct an investigation. Um, in, in many of the unattended, uh, by that I mean unattended by a physician. So um, many of the, well, all of the hospice deaths that occur where um, people are passed away in their homes, we'd go and conduct an investigation there. Um, and, um, you know, in, in many cases, it's, uh, uh, I don't want to say it's simple because it's still a very tragic event for a family, but, um, you know, we make sure that there's a doctor's death certificate. We make sure that those legal conditions are met. If if there, if it's you know a little bit different, maybe accident or or uh, other nefarious kinds of activity, then you know then we uh, you know we talk with the county attorney, confer with them, get an autopsy schedule, determine the cause of death, and uh, and go from there. So, uh, yeah, it's a you can see it's about 20% of our workload. And um, I think with more people employing hospice agencies and, and choosing to uh, spend their last days in their own home, I think that's one of the reasons why you're seeing our numbers so high. Back to COVID for a moment and the impact it had in 2020. You look at the security checkpoints, anyone that's been in the Hall of Justice or the County City Building, you pass through, not County City Building, but the Hall of Justice, you pass through uh, checkpoints. And there were far fewer people passing through checkpoints. A lot of that had to do with the fact the courts weren't holding their traditional sessions. 
Right. Even though courts were in session, they were doing those via Zoom mm-hmm. or via, you know, some other kind of mechanism. And so, you know, we had about 50 percent fewer visitors into this building uh, in 2020 uh, than we did in 2019. So a huge, huge drop there. And, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, as a result of uh, adapting to COVID, we may see more court hearings and going forward in the future done via Zoom as long as they meet those constitutional requirements. Terry, not nearly as much marijuana seized in 2020, down quite a bit, down by 16 percent, just over a thousand pounds in 2019, just over 900 pounds in uh, 2020. It doesn't mean that deputies aren't making stops. What does it mean? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Are we just not discovering them? I I don't know uh, if I can put a a finger on that sometimes. uh, And you can see by the five year trend, uh, you know, one year was way over 2,500 pounds, and then uh, one year was a thousand, and then 3,000, and then down to a thousand. So uh, that's kind of a, a sawtooth effect. Um, you know, it just depends upon the stops that are made and whether or not um, a significant quantity of marijuana is seized. I wonder if it's the other types of marijuana, the derivatives, everything from the oils. Maybe I don't know. You would know this more than I. But you know, a vacuum bag of marijuana is bulky. It takes up space. Yes. You have small vials or syringes of some other types of drugs that would, in my opinion, be more easily hidden in a vehicle. Maybe that. Maybe I'm trying to go into the mind of the people who smuggle this stuff. But that would maybe would one reason to explain it. Well, you're right. We're and we are seeing a lot more seizures of. Uh, you know, butane hash oil and shatter, which is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, THC derivative uh, that almost looks like peanut brittle and, um, um, you know, THC honey oil, that kind of thing. So you're seeing a lot more of those different types of uh, THC infused items. Uh, another COVID stat before we run out of time, motor vehicles inspected. That's a responsibility out of the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office. Almost 17,000. Fewer people driving, fewer people yeah. with vehicles. Well, I think, yeah, fewer people uh, out purchasing vehicles and few, for you, fewer people driving. You might be right. Um, but that number has gone grown steadily since uh, every year uh, except for this year. Um, as I think it's a, a direct relative number to our population. So the more people in Lancaster County, uh, the more vehicles that are purchased out of state, either via Internet or uh, that sort of thing um, that need to be inspected. So, yeah, that number is going to continue to we only had a three percent de- decrease mm-hmm. last year over uh, 2019. But I think you'll you'll see those numbers uh, spike again. Terry, thank you. We're out of time. Appreciate you sharing the the 2020 stats uh, for our conversation today. And dig yourself out this morning. Okay. Yep. Thank you very much. All right. Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner with me on Lincoln Live.